0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Thanks for being with us here on this Wednesday afternoon on WGR Sports Radio 550 and MSG. Brian Duff along with Jordan LaBarber from Sabres.com. And Jordan, it's great to see you. I know this has been an emotional time for all of us here at the Sabres and in this community of Buffalo. Um, we announced at the top of the show today that uh, the team will be honoring the life and career of Rick Jenneret this Sunday. And it'll happen at Key Bank Center, special tribute, roundtable conversations with broadcasters and alumni, remembering RJ, the man behind the mic. Give us a little insight into what you know as far as pulling this together here in this, um, you know, this really tough time for everyone.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, it's just as we've learned the last few years, even um, this community loves to get together and celebrate RJ and as they should. And I think, you know, you felt an appetite for that over the past few days. Um, even you know, coming here to work, as you know, you see that the beautiful memorial outside and all the you think the memories that have been left behind there, and hearing those calls and and I think this will serve as a chance, um, as we did on his night, his banner night, as we did on his last his last call, to really celebrate him together, to share stories. Uh, and, to, and to hear stories from the people who know him best. So I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a special night.
0: Remembering RJ, the man behind the mic, begins at 5 p.m. on Sunday with doors opening at 3.30. Uh, general admission tickets are free to the public. They're available now. Uh, go to sabers.com slash RJ, and you'll learn more about just what we hope to share with everybody Um on Sunday. And out of respect for RJ and his family's wishes, a full memorial service will not be held. This is, um, this is just the team's opportunity with the family's wishes to, uh, you know, to have um, a, a different, you know, really just a, a very, I would say casual yet intimate, um, because I think it's going to feel that way, which is sometimes funny to say, right? When you're having thousands of people in an arena, but, I have a feeling it'll feel intimate, don't you? Uh, I
1: do, and I think, you know, that kind of speaks to who, who RJ was. I think he, so the, the people who will be speaking on Sunday are alumni and broadcasters, you know him personally, but he was the voice in everybody's living room in this town for 50 years. And he met a lot of fans over those, you know, so everybody has that intimate memory whether they met him or they knew him or not everybody feels like they did so mm-hmm. i i agree i think it's, like i said i think it's going to be special how long have you been with the
0: team now and what is your favorite <laughs> rj memory
1: um well actually my my favorite rj memory goes back to my beginning with the team which was 2015 um i was 22 years old and i grew up here and i revered him like all of us who grew up here do and uh as you know rj used to take the the whole traveling crew um out to dinner treat us to dinner uh, a few times a year and it may have been my my first month on the job and i i get we're on the road and i we've land the plane lands we get on the bus at, with 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 our broadcast crew and, and team personnel and he's talking about this team dinner and I hadn't, I had barely spoken to him. I, you know, too, here's this icon. I, you know, too nervous to speak with him at any length. Then I get on the bus and he goes, Jordan, you coming? And <laughs> the fact that he knew my name a month <laughs> into my career, floored me. And the fact that he went out of his way to, to invite me um doesn't have anything to do with me. It has everything to do with, who he was and the way he treated people. And it's uh-huh. something it's a lesson I'll, I'll never forget in a moment. I'll never forget. He was the highest on the totem pole in the organization. And I was the newest. And And you hear that there's countless stories like that from everybody who worked with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a moment I'll never forget.
0: Well, I know um, whether you heard all of the interviews live on Friday on this show or, you know, um, redistributed them through various platforms after the fact. Mm-hmm. You undoubtedly heard so many similar yet different adjectives to describe him. I was actually, I, you know, you've unfortunately seen my handwriting. I'm not even sure I could figure out <laughs> what I actually wrote down in the moment, but I was trying to keep a running tally of like all the unique descriptions of him. And Doc Emmerich, when he said approachable, mm-hmm. really stood out to me. And I I think that was because he enjoyed reciprocating that, you know, like even in the later years and days where he was or wasn't working and, and he would be in the KeyBank Center atrium, right? Like yeah. he'd be there welcoming people in and that made it really easy for people to approach him but Mm -hmm. not all of us are wired that way where it's comfortable and relatively easy to do that. And so that was just one of the many words I heard about RJ that day and often since um, that I thought really stood out and, and then
1: kind of speaks in a a little bit of a way to what you just talked about. Absolutely. I I mean, I think that's a perfect word uh, approachable. Um, He, he did not take his position for granted ever. He knew what he meant to, you know, to this town. And he, he was humble about it. You know, he never called himself the voice of the Sabres. and But he knew that he meant a lot to people. And he never turned down an opportunity to speak with a fan, whether it was here. Yeah. We saw it a million times uh, at the arena. We saw it at our road crew events on the road where he would just kind of be, you kind of hold court and people would line up and he would, you know, give every single person their time. Um, the way he treated his coworkers Every department, you could be in human resources, you could be in marketing, you could be, you know, on the, on the traveling party. And he just had time for, for everybody. Um, And it meant, I think it meant something to him too, that, you know, that people wanted to to speak with him in that way. So I think
0: about so many of these incredible videos that have been created by our coworkers over the last couple of years, Mm -hmm. including the one leading up to and recapping his night that the banner went up and I, I will never forget seeing how he talked about it and was like, I thought I was, thought I was doing pretty good. And then I got up there Mm -hmm. and it, and it kicked the out of me, you know, like it just, even, even though I think he thought he knew what was coming, Mm-hmm. Even, even he finally got overwhelmed by yeah. the outpouring in the moment. And that's saying something because no one's ever been shy about saying something truly great
1: and appropriate about mm-hmm. RJ. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if anybody, we all had our, in our imagination what that night would feel like and look like. And we all knew like, uh, he's, he's the thread of the organization. He's the yeah. only, you know, respectful to all the the great players. People remember the players they grew up with, but everybody grew up with him. Whether you are a fan from the seventies or a fan from the last 10 years, everybody grew up with him. And that's what you saw that night. And I don't know if anyone was prepared for the one memory. That's one of the memories sticks out to me is when Terry Pagula steps up to the podium Mm -hmm. and the applause is so long, and he just goes. I was supposed to say something about Rick, but I think the crowd just said it all, because that that the roar just kept going and going and going, and it continued throughout the night. And, and I don't know if we will ever experience a night like that again. Um, mm-hmm. It was that special, and I, I I had that same thought when you see the emotion get to RJ uh, on stage, and you were you were right there alongside him, <laughs> like that. You didn't see that often because, yeah. you know, but it was, it was special. Yeah. Do you actually remember the
0: details of that game or do you just kind of remember they won? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I just, I I looked it up recently, um, but no, before, before that, I did it. I, I, I remember the last call game better because it ended yes. with, you know, the overtime goal. Of course. Um, and that game it all happened early it, You know it, it, the, the scoring all happened in the first period And it came out tied And then Victor Olofsson scores in the second period And the score holds And no, I don't really re- I, I do remember the emotion of being like They have to hang on to this Because yes. the, There will be another memory You know, the memory of the, the pregame Would have lived on either way But the everything that happened after was because they won and mm-hmm. they've they've this group has had a knack of doing that on those stages mm-hmm. and i'm so i'm I'm glad they did
0: it's fitting i think that we're you know we were going to and we still will a little bit here talk about nashville as our team of the day and and obviously that was the matchup and i you know me i have mildly obsessed over silly numbers <laughs> did you know that since the Predators came into the NHL in 98, 99, mm-hmm. Buffalo has three home wins versus Nashville. And that was oh. one of them. That, that was one of them. Um, incredibly. <laughs> this is amazing. It was almost 10 years in to the Predators existence when Buffalo won for the first time on home ice. It was February twenty seventh, two thousand and eight, and it was Steve Bernier's first ever game with the Sabers. Wow! So if Big Bear had never arrived in Buffalo, (laughs) how long would it have taken (laughs) for the Sabers to secure a home win? Bernier, because of RJ's calls, Mm -hmm. you know, almost grew in stature even bigger than his two goals in the first period of his first game. Now we chuckle because we all know that he never quite lived up to those expectations, which would be lofty for anyone with two goals in their first period of their first game. But I was amazed that that was the first time that was in 08. Yeah. They, They did not win again at home against Nashville until December of 2019. So 11 years later, (laughs) And then almost (laughs) three years later on RJ night, like this is, this is some of the most random, Mm -hmm. impossible to believe home trivia for the Sabres. And there are very few teams of which they are sub 500 lifetime against, but for whatever reason, that late nineties expansion in the NHL has not been kind to Buffalo. They have a losing home record against Minnesota. They have a losing home record against Columbus and they have a terribly losing (laughs) record against the Nashville predators. But all of that goes out in the wash because of what they were ultimately able to deliver on RJ night. It, it is, yeah. it's funny how the game goes, isn't it?
1: It is. And, um, you know, the, uh, something I think is interesting from that night er, or significant from that night is that everything this group does. RJ is inextricably tied to it. I think, mm-hmm. Because of that night, and I actually went back and found the quote from that Don Granado had after the game. He said, "You know, for the the people, the players who they you know, grew up here, they didn't know him the way all the people in the building did." He said, "You saw it from a distance and you put on a jersey and you practice every day. You were waiting and hoping to feel what you could feel tonight, and they they really did feel that that they they felt the potential." of what they can create in this town because of RJ and because of the, the sellout crowd that came there to celebrate him that night. And we all know what happened last year. We had a lot more sellouts followed and a lot more special nights followed. Um, But I, I truly believe that I, I think every player, a lot of these guys were 21, 22 years old. Mm-hmm. They felt the weight, of winning for him not only that night but on the night of his last call they feel the weight of sabre's history because of him and whatever success they experience he is he is tied to that i think
0: yeah it's it's the it's the just the innocence of some of the moments as, you know um players doing things that they they felt were instinctive to do like like Cody Eakin being on one side of him with Alex Tuck when they brought him out onto the ice after that victory. Like, these are, I mean, this is why we're so blessed to have, you know, uh, we'll just start at the top because Whip's been around the longest. But, like, these incredible images, right, in team mm-hmm. history. And players come and players go, and that's what makes moments for the alumni to get back together so special. But, like, when you see... That picture will live on forever, right? Absolutely, of RJ yeah. coming out from the bench, and there's Cody Eakin on one side, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and even after the final game, um and the win against Chicago, mm-hmm. like the care and concern, if you will, that Dalene and Giergensen showed when they escorted him from the Zamboni entrance to then make a walk down the carpet and and greet with so many past employees, right? Mm -hmm. These are all kind of unscripted moments, but when you look at how other people take that moment and it's like handle with care, you know, RJ was in this package. He was our gift and we had to handle with care. And I, it, it, it didn't really matter what a player's pedigree was. They were all, in the moment as Sabres. I think that's pretty remarkable.
1: Absolutely, I agree. And just to add, you know, to more like the, the last call goal, uh, I believe it's a Cousins shot and Middlestad cleans up the rebound or it was Cousins mm-hmm. to Middlestad. you can't fake the emotion those two had. Mm-hmm. One, on the ice right after the goal was scored. I mean, you got to remember that's the season finale of a season that doesn't end with playoffs. You know, mm-hmm. at, they – Go back and watch, anyone listening, go back and watch that goal. You cannot fake the emotion they had in the moment and in the locker room after talking about it. Like, they were like, I, I think they they recounted private moment they had where they said, man, I can't believe we're, we're RJ's last call. Dylan Cousins and Casey Millisat, two guys who are not from Buffalo, who aren't old enough to remember the bulk of his career. And uh, like you said, that is a moment in Sabres history, and all those guys are tied to it.
0: Well, that and, you know, his sign off on Mm -hmm. the broadcast, which then got immediately rebroadcast in the arena for those who were able to stay and soak that in. I mean, I mean, we get chills a lot when thinking about his career, but that was perfect. That was perfect. It really, truly, truly was. Um, Did you have a favorite? um rj call as a kid not necessarily like the famous super 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 famous calls but like did you have a like (laughs) a a player that you loved it when rj called him scoring a goal how he would either just you know make that name become just a little bit more
1: i don't know if i had like a a, a specific oh i mean miller uh, you know miller like everybody i loved that um I remember being a kid and like when you play NHL, the video game with your friends and mm-hmm. you're doing, you're basically play by playing the game in RJ's voice and extending the goals out. Yeah. And, um, who else was one of my, I always loved, uh, who else? Uh, I was on my eighth grade class trip and we were all huddled in a basement, uh, of wherever we were staying watching that game. And that was, <laughs> that. that's probably my favorite RJ call, who else? Mm-hmm. Chris Fury. Yeah. Did
0: you ever meet him as a kid before he ever started working here?
1: I did not, no. Yeah. No.
0: I don't think I, if I did, it was very, there were very, 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 you know, you know, very limited opportunities before I started working here. It was pretty overwhelming, quite honestly. I had the same experience you did. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: the first um season that I was here was part-time in the 2011-12 season and Sabre started overseas that year. So like my first broadcast was the team was over in Europe mm-hmm. and we had this, we, but we were broadcasting it from here at the arena and RJ and Harry were up in the booth and I, they might have been calling it, watching it off the, the big video board too. Um, but just like, I couldn't tell you how nervous I was. <laughs> like it would be impossible. And so like for the first time when he says, you know, who's coming up in the intermission. Right. And he's, and like, to your point oh, yeah. like says my name, like, it's just like, wow, <laughs> this yeah. is really crazy, you know? And I don't think yeah, like, I mean, you just never, I, I, and I, the best part about that is you described it earlier with the road crew parties. It's like anybody that got to shake his hand felt the exact same thing, felt the exact same thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, he made, he, he wanted you to know that, you know, yeah. you were the, center of his attention you're his focus
0: well um what else can you can you say about this coming sunday before we uh let you go and obviously thank you so much for 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 joining us here today
1: you know not like i said just i i think it's going to be special to hear the stories from people who know him but more so than that even i think it's just going to be special to have everyone gathered in, in one place and you know celebrate together so
0: Absolutely. Jordan, thank you so much. The Sabres will honor the life and career of Hall of Fame play-by-play announcer Rick Jennerette this Sunday, August 27th, at Key Bank Center. Special tribute featuring roundtable conversations, broadcasters, and alumni. It's Remembering RJ, the man behind the mic. It begins at 5 p.m. with doors opening at 3.30. And general admission tickets, again, general admission tickets, are free to the public, and they are available now. You can go to sabers.com slash RJ. We'll continue Sabers Live right after this. Stay with us. Now
1: with the MLB app,
0: you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game.